0: Another episode of 30 Minutes with DailyStraits.com. This is your host, June Ramli. Our guest today is Malaysian businessman Datuk Dr. Vinod Shaker. Datuk Vinod is the chairman and CEO of Petra Group, a global conglomerate involved in sustainable technologies, manufacturing, infrastructure, media, entertainment, agriculture, lifestyle, research, and philanthropy. Through his vision and leadership, uh, the Petra Group applies the concept of social capitalism to all its businesses being profitable while ensuring sustainable wealth creation for the betterment of all. To date, Datuk Winot has successfully developed green rubber, which uses globally patented d link technology and for the first time ever, allows tyres to become a renewable resource. With over one point five billion rubber tires being discarded each year, green rubber is capable of erasing one of the world's biggest environmental threats. Besides that, Datuk Winod is also the big boss for the Malaysian news website, The Vibes. So, without further ado, let's invite Datuk Winod to the show and ask him all about his business ventures and other matters. Hello, Datuk. Thank you so much for joining us today. How are you keeping?
1: Very well, thank you.
0: Awesome, Dato. So let's dive right into the question. So Dato, um, your journey into intra- entrepreneurship started at a very, very young age, at 21. Um, apparently, you started a clothing company with only $50 US dollars and managed to sell your company for $5 million US dollars. So can you just give us a snippet like how you started, grew and eventually sold that business?
1: I actually sold it for $20 million. Okay. But... Uh... <laughs>
0: Yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry. I'll
1: tell you how I started. Um, basically, I was a scholarship student. Um, you know, my family wasn't wealthy. My my father was was famous and was a world-renowned scientist and a civil servant. Um, so, for me to go to university overseas or boarding school overseas, I had to get a scholarship. So, I was a scholarship student uh, there. And 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 uh, I also, you know, I was a bit of a character. I like to have fun. You um, know. I want to have my drink. I want to go to the, you know, the bars and I want to have fun. Uh, you can't really do that on a, on a scholarship. Uh, you, you know, you, you have your school fees paid for, you have your, um, uh, your room paid for, uh, and your food, uh, your room and board, and, uh, that's it. So I had to, to find a way of, of, of earning some extra cash while I was in, while I was in college. Um, as a foreign student, the only thing I was allowed, to work in officially was either in the college cafeteria or the college library, all for a very low sum. Certain hours, which I you know wouldn't have even paid for two beers, I think, <laughs> three beers. So I had to think of something else, um, and I found that there was an opportunity uh, in 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 American bookshops, you know, uh, college shops, because people were selling, uh, you know uh t-shirts and mugs with college crests on it uh pencils pens everything college crests on it and i just noticed they didn't have nice dress shirts you know polo shirts simple nice dress shirts with just the crest on it no one had done it so i thought you know maybe i could make that and and sell it you know and make some money um i had a friend uh, who whose father was an owner of a textile company uh in a city called coimbatore in india and he was also a student with me there. Uh, and I asked him, "Can do you think your father can, can you help me make some samples? So he said, he, he asked his father, he said, sure, sure. You, know, you just tell him what design you want and they'll have it made for you. Uh, and so I became a designer. Uh, I understand I'm studying biology at the moment, you know, molecular biology is all, you know, Not much about design, but I, you know, simple stuff. I took a white shirt. I want yellow stripes, white shirt, blue stripes, white shirt, red stripes, pink shirt. Blue shirt, uh, normal, normal something, and then I found college crests from different universities, and I put it on the cra- on, on the on the pocket. And I said, I just want the crest on the pocket, uh, nothing else, no no words, just the crest. And uh, he said, fine, you can get me uh, uh, ten samples uh, for fifty U.S. dollars. Ooh. So I, okay, yes, you know I had sixty, I remember exactly, I had sixty eight dollars seventy five cents in my bank account, I think at that time. So I just took $50, paid it, uh, and then waited for it to come to me. And you, you must understand the, those days it was all on a fax machine. Mm. I had to go find a fax machine yeah. somewhere and send the fax with the, what I wanted, etc. And Um, you know, it was, it was, a, it was an interesting way of doing business. I mean, communication was, was, was different than it is now. Mm. Uh, very different. There was no email, mm. if you like, uh, to communicate um so anyway in fact there wasn't even a mobile phone (laughs) you know you you made an appointment to meet someone somewhere and you had to go there and meet them there (laughs) at that time
0: yeah um
1: so i got my samples and then Mm -hmm. i went to the different colleges because i had different university credits Mm -hmm. and one of the universities said yes okay good idea lovely manager you know, just sort of look doughy eyed to and say, sorry, you know, I need, you know, I'm a student, and I'm trying to sell this. So she suddenly agreed to buy over 350, I think, shirts. I'm like, i shocked because I was really trying to sell like five or 10, and Make it. Yeah. A bit, you know. Uh, I convinced her to give me a 50% deposit. And she agreed. She chose the different styles, designs she wanted, colors she wanted. And uh, I sold it to her for $12. The net price of me receiving it packaged was six. I sold it to her for Mm twelve, and she—I think that university sold it for twenty-eight dollars ninety-five cents, or a bit more. I can't remember now. Thirty something. It was was quite a large amount. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's how I started. And then another university said yes. Then another university said yes, and I just kept going. And then I used friends in different colleges to say, "Look, do you want a a cut? You know Mm -hmm. why." the offer to them because see what happens, people started seeing, they, they liked it. Right. Because mm-hmm. alumni liked it, you know, students liked it, new students came in, they'd like it, you know, parents would buy it, uh, which is a normal Polish or nice dress shirt. And people just bought it. Um, and so it grew, I had done the smart thing with a lot of them to ask for exclusivity within the college, you know, that, you know, that for this type of product, let me be the only one that can sell it because I'm going, to create, I'm going to make it for you. I'm going to sell it to you. And they are making a lot of money. Mm-hmm. But they were also selling it online as we do so it. So we became exclusive to all the colleges I went to. I asked for that same thing. And mm-hmm. those days, it was all new, right? So it was fine. People gave it. I mean, already no one really cared, Um for for a dress shirt. And um, then in the end, uh, it just took off. It just took a life of its own. Uh, we were doing about 100,000 shirts.
0: Um, wow.
1: I was learning all about trade financing. I was learning about letters of credit. I was learning about shipments and insurance of shipments. Um, a lot of hard lessons along the way. You know, some some downs when we couldn't get the shipment done right and learning how you got it right. Learning about how logistics worked. Um, yeah, it was. <laughs> but it how was work.
0: your grades? How was your grades? Did you keep it up? Or I kept was- my
1: grades up. And one thing I did was I always kept my grades up. Otherwise, my father would have like Whack me. So, um, but it, it became clear that, that I enjoyed this. I enjoyed Mm -hmm. building businesses. I enjoyed making money. I enjoyed what I could do with the money because I, you know, as soon as I made the money, I started a small little foundation to, to help kids. Uh, and I was able to help and that felt good. Um, and I just enjoyed building things. I, I suddenly realized I'd like being this entrepreneur.
0: So, before 21 years old and before that t-shirt business, no, you've not done anything. 19, oh, 19, sorry. Before that, you didn't do any business or your family, no? Okay. No, no
1: my father was a scientist, and civil servant. My mother was a teacher. And, you know, I had, no, I had no plans to be a businessman of any kind. I was going to be a, a, a... First, I was going to be a doctor. Then I couldn't because I fell ill and then I went into science. And then, you know, I, I was that was the plan uh, um, nothing much else. Sometimes fate takes you a different direction. And, um, so then uh-huh. Uh-huh. that company was sold because suddenly such became a huge market, but I owned the sole rights for that area and it was worth so much. And the brand was worth so much. that Uh, another large company just bought it from it. So a very long, four years later, it wasn't immediate, but four years, four and a half years later. Uh, but well, I had come back by then.
0: While you were still a grad student.
1: No, no, I'd come back to Malaysia. By oh, then. Okay. oh, okay. Come back to Malaysia by then. Um, so I sold it. I mean, hey, wouldn't you start selling fifty dollars? You sell it, for, you know, <laughs> that kind of return. So, um, but I'd already gone by. I mean, by then I'd start. I'd come back to Malaysia. We had created the Monchiara International School uh, in Monchiara. I founded it. Um, I'd started uh, East Asia. I was just. Uh, I'd started uh, Southeast Asia's first commercial internet company, Asia Connect. When I started that, there were only 700 internet users in the laser. Again, everyone said I was out of my mind. Uh, who was going to send a message on a computer? That's what a fax machine is for. I was convinced it was the future, that everything would be revolve around it. Um, and I remember even predicting, I gave an interview, I think. I remember it was the Far East Kilometer Review of one of the magazines, and I said, you know, you'll be doing everything on a little hand device soon, you know. and everything, our life will revolve around the internet. Uh, And I was convinced of it. So I I set it up and uh, made a lot of money (laughs) from that because, you know, internet became what internet became. Um, Then I, you know, I did a lot of other businesses. I I created a small uh, abrasive disc, circular abrasive discs, uh, the smallest optic engine for uh, projection technologies. Uh, I, I focus on technologies, evolving technologies, new technologies. I went into film and entertainment. I, uh, we, we funded the Tarzan TV series in a, in a joint venture with Disney MGM,
0: mm-hmm.
1: we're the first Southeast Asian company to do so. Um, and you know, we, we did a lot of things that no one else had done, uh, that no one else had tried to do. Some things were stupid. You know, I, I tried to go into a sports car company. I, I made it work, but we had awful partners, uh, you know, I mean, real rogues, uh, and uh, with lessons you learn uh, as you go along um but you know we i, I was i think the first start Asian to own an f2000 team f3 team f1 team i was 23 or 24 when i wanted uh, long before you know what everyone else does now <laughs> but, you know um it was fun i mean didn't make me money but you learn lessons from all these things uh, spend a lot of money but you know so expensive lesson, so you need to learn it
0: mm. uh,
1: but that's uh that's how i started out
0: awesome that so um that that's actually a good intro to my next question so you venture into many businesses i was wondering how do you take due diligence on each business before you venture into do you do business plans or
1: two parts i mean i first have to like the business
0: mm.
1: and uh, it has to it has to play a role in what i believe in i'm a social capitalist um that means I believe that um you must make money. Mm. But how you make money matters. And true capitalism is about sustainable wealth creation. So you have to create and make it sustainable, which means you have to lift people out of poverty. Okay. Because you must create a strong middle class. Only strong mm. middle class does your business thrive, does the community thrive? if a community thrives and a community is healthy and vibrant i make more money Mm -hmm. so it's very simple it's it's a selfish thing i want your money but i need you to have it before i can take it from you. (laughs) right so i have to play a role in pushing people out of poverty Mm -hmm. so i have a market Mm -hmm. i think all businessmen have to do that Uh, it's about survival Mm -hmm. if you don't you cannibalize your own market you don't make it sustainable it all will implode and everything collapses. So businessmen now have a role to play in societal development. Right? We have to, because that's what sustains it. Society sustains us. We make money out of society. Our businesses thrive within a society, within a community. So how can we not play a role in making sure the community is healthy? How can we not play a role in solving problems within society? We have to. After all, we're smart enough to solve problems within our company.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If we can solve problems within companies, which are far more complex sometimes,
0: mm-hmm.
1: why can't we do the same in helping? Mm-hmm. I, I, I give you a simple example. I, You know, it's like it's like um, I find okay, businessmen to me are the smartest men in the room, right? And mm-hmm. In the room, we we do we do amazing things with companies. We, we 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 resurrect them. We if they're falling, we we rebuild them. We we do great marketing. We, we you know we we do all sorts of things with businesses. Uh, that are very innovative in you. It's like having a dying duck. Mm. We have the best accountants in the world mm-hmm. that will fix the arteries and bones of the dying duck, pump new blood through. We have the best lawyers in the world. Mm-hmm. I'll check everything out and sign a certificate that says this formerly dying duck is now alive and well. Mm. And then we have the best communications people and PR people that mm. will tell the world this formerly dying dog is not just alive and well, it's laying golden eggs. <laughs> now, if you could take a small percentage of that ingenuity that we use in business and use it to fix a societal problem, to find a solution for communities, imagine what's possible.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. So that's what I think, uh, you know, I believe we about. So when I look at businesses, this mm-hmm. is that will have impact. But it must make money. It must be commercial. Because if it's not commercial, it won't have impact. You know, it is not about asking people to sacrifice. Mm-hmm. I'm not a hypocrite.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I have a private jet. I have a yacht. I have all the luxuries in life. I'm not going to change. I, I worked out for my money. I want it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like to live in comfort. Mm-hmm. But it's not about wearing a hair shirt. Mm-hmm. It's not about being a hypocrite.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's about if you're smart enough to have all this, mm-hmm. surely you're smart enough mm-hmm. to play a role in societal development.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You've made money off society. Surely you have a responsibility now to help lift society. So take everyone with you on the ride. Right. So when we look at business, we look at how it impacts. How can we improve the impact? Uh, and that's so that's decision one. That you know, mm-hmm. it must be something that fits that
0: mm-hmm. model for me. Mm-hmm.
1: Second is the normal. You know, you look at the business, you look at the at the cash flow, you look at the business plan, and you see whether it makes sense. more importantly, I see whether we can make a difference, Uh, whether our abilities can enhance that business more, further, whether we can structure it and take it forward. So um, yeah, we do our due diligence. It's like any normal due diligence, but we are less scared. We're a company that takes more chances than most. And because we we invest in things that a lot of people wouldn't, Mm -hmm. or a lot of people would say, let's see if it works first. You know, we'll take that first leap. We'll take that first step and, mm-hmm. and that challenge. That's why we do technologies that no one else has done before. That's why, you know, we create value. It doesn't always work. Mm-hmm. Know, it doesn't always work. Uh, and I have failed several times, mm-hmm. um, you know, fallen flat on my face, but luckily my successes outweigh my failures, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. uh, and then we go forward.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Again, if you can learn the lessons from those failures,
0: mm-hmm.
1: margin of error reduces.
0: Yes, that's true. That's true.
1: Successes increase and your failures mm-hmm. reduce. You can't go anywhere and say, "Oh, I'm never going to fail." That's bullshit. Right? Mm-hmm. We will always trip, right? and uh, you know, I, d- despite where I am now, I've made disastrous mistakes historically. I've not always been right, um, but I try to learn from them,
0: mm-hmm. move forward from that. Okay, dato. so um, forgive me for asking this question. So if one Googles you out or even reads your Wikipedia page, uh, they will probably read a string of uh, unfavorable news about you. So um, I just wondered, uh, has all this news ever impacted your ability at all to undertake any new businesses or even gain the trust of uh, new business partners?
1: Well, firstly, if you read, I mean, I don't read what's on Thing, But if you read, there's a whole bunch of good and a whole bunch of there's a bunch of rep replicated that meaning, you know, it's, it's repeated. Uh, if someone is not smart enough to work out that it's actually crap, that the two can't be real, then this is obviously an attack, you know, then they're probably not smart enough to do business with me. And I have no, no, you know, I, I don't really care um having said that you know i unfortunately took a position that i'll stand up what i think is right i believe that malaysia should be our malaysian our political system should be reformed i believe we should fight corruption i believe we should have a free press i believe many things that perhaps previous governments did not believe um and in malaysia <laughs> businessmen are not supposed to have political opinions right? Businessmen are supposed to be happy that the government will support them, make money and carry on. And not get involved with societal issues or political issues. Um, For me, I believe it's my responsibility because I have a voice. What's the point of having wealth and power, and you do nothing with it? That Mm -hmm. makes. Now, again, the problem is when you do that, powers that we don't like it, mm. you know, how dare this person think he can, you know, and so they, they come after you now. They'll mm. either come after you with their fake stories, uh, news reports, tweaked around one or the other, uh, make it sound almost believable. They have their cyber troopers or their, you know, people overseas, uh, just write some story and then tweak it and spin it in a different angle. They do all sorts of things. That's so what that, that's what you find. Right? And, okay, one of my mistakes, perhaps my team tell me is I don't respond because I, I find it beneath me to respond to nonsense. Uh, maybe I'm right, maybe I'm wrong, who knows? I mean, I, I will respond now, if I'm asked, like you asked me, I'll respond. Um, but some of the stories are so stupid, it's just nonsensical. Mm. Um, but, you know, it's, 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 it's happened, you know, it's It's what previous governments have tried to do, because I was a close friend. I am a close friend of the leader of the opposition. And Anwai Prime, as you know, was jailed twice, for sodomy of all things, uh, nonsensically. Uh, I believed it was a grave injustice. It wasn't that I was politically supporting it. He's just someone I've known since I was 13 years old. Mm. And he's my friend. Mm. And I don't throw my friends under the bus, Um, whatever their politics. And I have close friends in all political parties, very close friends. Ruling party, opposition party, it doesn't matter. You know, They're my friends, uh, and I'm not a politician. Um, but I refuse to sell my soul. I refuse, mm-hmm. despite all the offers, and I was offered everything under the sun. Just throw this man under the bus. We'll give you everything. Uh, and many, I'm a businessman, so many things in my life are for sale. My soul is not one of them. <laughs> you know? uh, um, and uh, I guess that the price I paid, is to have all these nonsense articles and stories and, you know, um, attempts by the government to to investigate stuff, previous governments, to investigate stuff that didn't exist, um, to create news because, you know, they felt perhaps I was a threat because I was supporting the opposition or or opposition at that time or something like that. I mean, who knows why? I mean, if anyone that knows Malaysian politics knows that this is how it works. And businessmen generally just keep quiet. Well, I don't know how to keep quiet. Never have been a problem all my life. You know, I, no filter. Um, I say what I think when I think it, um, and I'm not going to change. Uh, and, and I'm glad I haven't changed because yes, we've taken you know, my family and I have taken huge punishment with the stories that you're talking about, attacks on me and all sorts of things, but we stayed our ground. We didn't sell our soul and you know we're doing pretty well now. You know, paid mm-hmm. price. You went through the hardships, but you, you're still standing. Um, you know, and and, and, I'm, and I'm, I'm happy we did that. And, and it proves what my father taught me: good guys win. Mm-hmm. It takes takes longer sometimes. Hurts a bit sometimes. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, if you can remain the good guy, you'll always win. A oh, good gal. I'm sorry. I'm trying to be <laughs> politically correct, um, but. It's it's the point is that, you know, along the way, there's always temptations and hardships that make you take a wrong way. That make you decide that I can't do this anymore. And that's when you can't remain the good guy. The thing is, can you remain the good guy? Can you remain all the way through? And the key is, if you do, you will come out on top. Right? And I did. and where I am now. You know, it's, it's, uh, and it's, it at that moment, it doesn't matter what people say, what nonsense you read. It's meaningless. So when you ask me, does it affect? Me? Of course, it affects me. I mean, no one likes nonsense being written about you. You know, you don't like your family members to read it. You don't like your friends to read it. But I have close enough friends now who look at it and just start laughing. Right? I mean, you know, um, it, 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 it'll be it'll be moronic stories. You know, that makes no sense. Um, you know, how can he be doing all this and be this? It doesn't make sense. Um, so I also have to take a position that if there are people that don't dig deeper to find out what's behind the story, then they're probably not worth even having as mm-hmm. a partner because they're not thorough enough. They're not, they're not looking at everything. Uh, it's also taught me that I don't, you know, I decide for myself about a person. I don't, you know, care what the internet says. You know, I'll, I will do my due diligence on the individual. You know, I think I'm, I'm smart enough, my team are smart enough to do it. Um, And so uh, it has had impact here and there, but nothing that's really stopped me from growing, doing what I do, nothing's that prevented me from expanding our businesses. And you're talking to someone that's never taken a government contract in his life. I've never taken a government contract in my life. I've never taken a government grant in my life. I've never been funded by the government in my life. I don't have a loan from the government. I've never taken public funds. You know, I've never even had a public company in Malaysia. So how do you deal with someone like me? <laughs> <laughs> you can understand the conundrum of those in power that, that might want to, you know? So the only thing they have left is to find little angles here and there to use. Um, and then, you know, they, they just, they and then then try to bribe you, right, try to buy you out. Put enough pressure and then say, OK, now, hey, well, <laughs> Yeah,
0: so, yeah, I hope that answers the question anyway. Yes, Dato, very well uh, answered. Um, in 2008, um, you made headlines for being sued by Hollywood actor Bruce Willis, which was later resolved. So lately, the actor has come uh, in play again for being unwell. He's very unwell right now. Um, And I was just wondering, um, Dato, if you are still uh, in contact or...
1: Let me just say, with... Bruce, Bruce Willis <laughs> is a very good man. He is a friend. He remains a shareholder of one of my companies. Oh. Right? Uh, and at that time was a miscommunication. What people don't understand is the headlines made was because it was pushed in Malaysia. Right? Yes, his management sued for, but they sued everybody. They sued a lot. Of, they, they were trying to get funds back in. They 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 sued for an investment back. Right? To the company, not me. They didn't sue me for anything. They sued the company. But as I said, the news likes to tweak things, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> Suit me. Um, I didn't know what it was about, right, until it came on the press. I didn't even know about it. When I talked to him the next morning, the next day, 24 hours later, he immediately sent out a a press statement to say that it's miscommunication. The suit has been vacated, it has been removed, and he has complete confidence in the company and continues to support the management End of story. But you see, that one gets page 48. The one in the first day, the scam, the the the, you know, the exciting story gets page one. But the the fact that I'm sorry, that was all a mistake. It was it was not, that that's not it. Everything is fine, and you know, carry on. Gets page forty eight, or this disappears in the ether. Uh, but I hope that answers the question for you. That's uh,
0: yeah. So he's still a shareholder till yes. today. Yes. Oh, can I ask what company? Which company? Or is that PNC?
1: No, no, Green Rubber.
0: Oh, Green Rubber. Awesome. So um, that though. So for many years, uh... a very
1: very good man though, and it's very sad what's happening because there are very few people like him. Uh, he's very, you know, he's he says things as they are, and he's uh, honest, and he's you know he's a, he's just a great guy. So it's very sad what's happening now.
0: So you're friends with him. You're still WhatsApping with him, and I
1: WhatsApp everyone. But I would say he's still a friend, and he's still someone I, you know, I do care about him. He's, he's a good man.
0: Awesome. I okay, that's good. Um, for many years, Dato, you have been off the radar, but recently you've made a comeback in a huge way, and now you've launched the Wipes, uh, and have some of the country's top journalists working for you. Like some of them are my ex bosses. So tell us, Dato, what was the need for you to launch a new website?
1: Okay, um, you know, one of my pet gripes in Malaysia was, why can't I just get the news? Why can't somebody just tell me what's happening? Instead of giving me an angle, skewered. You know, I'm smart enough, to, I can decide whether the government is wrong or the opposition is wrong, I can decide whether a policy is right or wrong, just tell me what it is, tell me what's going on. Let me have news, let me have it immediately and, 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 and dig, give me analysis, proper analysis, so I can balance things out. You know, yes, maybe an editorial is about supporting one side, then give me an opposing editorial, an opposing view, so I can decide, give me two things. And I wonder why a news site can't do that. And it became clear because they're always owned by something,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: somebody that has an angle, you know, whether it's, you know, a a newspaper being owned by a political party or born by a, a, a businessman linked to, you know, something. And I felt that, you know what, I should do something about this. You know, sometimes people think I'm full of myself, but you know, I, I just felt it's something I should do. So I, I started it and everyone said it couldn't happen, it, you know, take 10 years before you get any traction. But I think in, in less than a year and a half, we're the fastest growing news site in the country. We're one of the most respected. And despite everything being said about, oh, is it pro-Anwar and all that, it's the most balanced news site in the country. We don't take a position. I mean, you know, you'll have Anwar Ibrahim angry because we've attacked him once or twice. and I mean, we, when, when things are wrong, we say it. We report, we've interviewed Najib Razak. We've given him, you know, an open mic to speak and to do an interview. We've done the same with Tun mahadev We've done the same with Tantri mohidin Yassin. We've done the same with everybody. You know, and when things are wrong, we say it. When there's, when there's uh, news that we feel have to be reported, we report it. It doesn't matter which state or which politician or which party or which policy. Uh, we give the public the news. And I think that's so critical for a democracy. Um, and the hope is that you keep doing the, you force others to do the same. Mm. Right. And then that's a great thing, right? If everyone is writing the news and not skewed too much, mm. or just balance and just giving the public a chance to decide for themselves, mm. which way they want to go. Uh, so that's why I did it because I had tremendous faith in the team I put together, uh, and you're right. They are legendary. Mm. In the field of journalism. Um, but it also tells you, you know, a little bit about me that I got that they you know what that they believe in the same thing. They just needed someone to believe in them as well, that they that this could happen, that they could write honestly, without fear of favor, that lying without fear of favor, that it could actually mean without fear of favor. Uh, and that's how we operate. That's how I, they don't talk to me about articles. Um, they don't come and uh, uh, say, Oh, by the way, we're about to you know we're about to write about this person. Is it okay? They don't do any of that. Uh, I don't interfere. You know, I'll I'll get involved once in a while to see what's going on, if I think an angle has been covered, and should be covered. You know, but that's rare because they cover pretty much all angles. Mm-hmm. We, have a th- I mean, we have we have close to hundred new staff. Mm-hmm. Right, so it's it's a it's a <laughs> it's quite an outfit. Mm, Of incredible reporters and I'm very proud of our reporters you know they write amazingly we have an amazing chief news reporter we have amazing editors Um, you know proud of all of them they're they're, they're very very good Uh, even have a lifestyle uh, magazine called Tara Uh, and the the person running it is is, is fabulous and and, and it's a Malay magazine I enjoy reading it So, you know, between Qataran, which is our Malay news site, uh, uh, Vibes, which is our English news site, uh, you know, it's growing and I'm quite, I'm excited for the future mm-hmm. for, 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 the news site, for Petra News. Awesome. I hope people are happy with what we produce. I mean, you know, look, the, the at the end of the day, right? Uh, the proof is in the pudding and eating it. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been there for a year and a half now. People can see we are what we are, you know, it, I, it doesn't matter what people say about being, oh, you know, he's pro this, he pro that. They they can easily see from our from our writings. We're neither pro-opposition or pro-government. We are just pro-Malaysia and we write the news.
0: Hmm. And awesome.
1: some, people, some people won't.
0: Okay. Uh, Datuk, so, um, forgive me again for asking this question. So, you recently had uh, bankruptcy status. Um uh, connected with your good self so i was just wondering right that um how did you get there if if you if there is a miscommunication let me know and then what was what would be your advice for businessmen who are currently in such a predicament if you...
1: firstly no business would be in my predicament it wasn't <laughs> a predicament there was a bankruptcy action taken in ni- it, 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 there was a debt in 1998 during the asian financial crisis of which i was one of six directors and a 5% shareholder. We had resolved everything by 2000. In 2010, I'm informed that in 2004, a bankruptcy action was taken from an action in 1998. And I'm the only one that was named. Uh, And and they told me, you've you've been traveling without permission and and the bankruptcy is there. We proved in court in court that the documents were forged. That it's, it's all lies, it was all bull, and the whole matter was annulled. It just took a while, you know, we already proved it in court. Then it took us a while to get rid of it, out of the system. That was, again, a political creation. Don't forget what year that was. That was Anwar Ibrahim coming out again, mm-hmm. right? So every time Anwar Ibrahim appears, they think, okay, you know, let's go get Not because we don't want Anwar to have any support. <laughs> For some reason, they think that, you know, Anwar has a lot of support from a lot of people. <laughs> But they seem to connect me with him. Right? Don't ask me why. But, but he is one of my closest friends. He's my brother. right? Mm-hmm. So I will never change that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I don't agree with a lot of his policies. So I think they're a bit you know, stupid uh, politically when they attack. Because you know, uh, there are a lot of people in, the, in, the, in different parties that I do support, that I do have a relationship with. Um, so that's what it was about. So for the record, mm-hmm. the matter was annulled, which means okay. it never happened. Okay. Why? Because we proved that it was forged documents and it was fictitious uh, in itself, uh, yes. and you know we are taking action separately to you know uh, get some returns on that, uh, on what they did. So that's one. Uh, but let, let's going to people that might face themselves in that because they failed. It's not the end. You know everyone falls. It's what you do after you fall. If you give up, then it's just a waste. No lessons learned. But if you can get up and realize well, you did it once and you made a mistake and you fell, surely you can do better now because yeah. you now realize what was wrong, what you did wrong. And get up, do it again, but the right way. And perhaps perhaps avoid some of the mistakes. Sometimes it's just bad luck. Hopefully the luck changes. I mean, there are lots of reasons, but Falling and just lying, lying there dead makes no, t- you know, doesn't help anybody. Feeling depressed doesn't help anybody. If you're a real entrepreneur, you get up, and you keep walking because there is no choice. And if you do that, you will succeed. Doesn't matter how many times you fall, keep getting up, keep walking, and you will succeed. And you know that's also about you know playing chess instead of checkers. The chess is always, checkers is always about the first move. Just Immediate move, immediate gain. Whereas chess is about the whole board, winning the whole game, getting that king. You might sacrifice a pawn, you might sacrifice a bishop, you might sacrifice a castle. It doesn't matter as long as your strategy is to win the entire board. Right. So I think people have to look at things with a wider perspective. And those that are judging should look to themselves. What have they achieved in their life? Well, That person that fell tried, Mm. but trying yet, I have more, you know, uh, faith in that person, Mm. you know, and more pride in that person than that person who's judging that person, who's not done anything in their lives, Mm. who's not attempted anything, but they're happy to go and, you know, little, you know, say little things about others. Um, so to, to entrepreneurs that fall, you get up to anybody that fails at things. Get up. I failed. You know, many times, many, many times. I keep getting up, keep going forward. And guess what? I have a super yacht and a plane. (laughs) How much more blunt can I be about, you know, eventually you'll get there. Right? So, you know, here's someone that has fallen many times and has had to get up, you know, and and has had to fight different battles. But you will get there as long as you keep moving forward, learning your lessons you know, um, and moving forward.
0: Awesome, Nato. Um, last November, the media reported that your office was raided. Um, I just wanted to check with you what was that. But
1: the media reported, I think a little, tiny little news portal reported. But that's a different <laughs> matter because that's action being taken separately. Number one, we were not raided. I was not here. Mm, yes. There was a visit to request information for about one company. That information was provided. That's all I know that's it okay that's that's the totality of what happened um of course the 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 the, the new the the little portal that reported it just you know you're like blowing things up right making a much bigger story than it is, and then adding more flair to it and putting some fire under it you know the it's uh, it's sad, but you know that's also why vibes is run <laughs> balance all this out right so to, to answer your questions. Um, no, and you know, company is fine. Everything is fine. Accounts are fine. We're moving forward. Everything's fine. There was a request because someone made a report about some ventilated purchases of which we were just the middlemen. I mean, we were just advisors. We just introduced, uh, our friends in Hungary to our friends in China and let them do the deal. Mm. Um, because they trusted us, they asked us to be in the middle of it, to make sure that the delivery was done, not, mm. not to choose, what was bought, but just to make sure that if they bought it, the Chinese side would deliver it. That mm. that was our role. We fulfilled our role and did nothing else, right? Uh, and that's completed. Uh, but if you if you listen to what the, that portal wants to say is, I'm so amazing that I made a half a billion dollar commission on a half a billion dollar contract. You know, one of my friends said, if I'm that smart, I'm not his hero, I'm his god. <laughs> I mean, if I was that smart, I'd love it. So, I mean, it's all crap. It's all nonsense. Uh, that whole thing was us trying to assist a government. That's our total involvement. Nothing more than that. Uh, and uh, because of that, there was a request for information to make sure that we had paid all our taxes. We did everything that we provide all the documents we had to provide, and you know, and that's mm-hmm. that's all we know.
0: Awesome. All right, Dato. So, uh, finally, what is your proudest accompli- accomplishment to date?
1: Proudest accomplishment date. apart from my two daughters,
0: mm-hmm.
1: who I'm immensely proud of. They're amazing girls. It's amazing, smarter than me, prettier than me, <laughs> which doesn't take a lot, but you know, uh, yeah. they're just simply amazing. But apart from that, I, I, I believe, I think it's trying to, to get close to living up to the kind of standards and beliefs my father had to actually make a difference in people's lives. During the pandemic, you know we 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 have fed millions. Uh, we We donated a mobile hospital. Uh, we got involved in people's lives. We tried to save companies that were dying um, just by helping. And we managed it a few times. I'm proud that my team and I look, look at business and life that way. Not about just taking, mm-hmm. but about being involved and growing together. You know, uh, uh, you know, I, I'm proud of the fact that if you look at the executives in my office and my company, they all operate that way as well. That they themselves will tell people how they do business and what they want to do business on um and you know that that's that I'm proud of that you know I've got more people to believe in in what I believe in that you know if you're smart enough to make money you're smart enough to do so well then you're smart enough to make a difference in people's lives you're smart enough to fix societal issues and you should be involved mm-hmm. in society uh you should be involved in the community that you take so much from Uh, you should make sure that they also thrive Mm -hmm. um, so that that symbiotic relationship continues Um, so i am am proud that that's the direction we're going in and that i've got everyone moving in that direction the you know the key to any any successful business a successful ceo is to know your weaknesses know the holes around you and and be able to bring people that can cover it and i'm proud of the fact that i've surrounded myself with the smartest people i know for different Mm -hmm. areas much smarter than my than me in, in different areas. You know I know I have the vision and the big picture, but how do you deliver on it with mm-hmm. brilliant experts in mm-hmm. and you know whether it's vibes like you see mm-hmm. with kind of people I've got or, or any of my companies. Uh you know, you gotta surround yourself with people that you consider smarter than you. And and put your ego aside and listen. Because you're the biggest winner, biggest loser at any time. You need to listen. You still decide. Mm. But you need to listen. And you need to have people that are willing to tell you what they think. It doesn't matter if you think they're wrong. But they must be willing to tell you what they think. Not tell you what you want to hear. Mm. And I'm proud of the fact that that's the kind of organization I built. Uh, that can grow long after me.
0: Awesome, dato. And alright, that's all the time that we have for today. We have just been speaking to Datuk Vinod Shaker, the Chairman of Petra Group. Thank you, Datuk, for joining us today.
1: You're welcome. Thank you very much for having me.
0: Thank you, Datuk. The pleasure is all ours. Be sure to join us next time as we aim to interview another interesting entrepreneur from across the globe. Thank you.